director of School of Rock. They don't know the fundamentals of the game out here. You play your game, we'll play ours, Ray. Play ball! If you're tired of being counted out, you guys suck. This is your team. What happened to you, Tanner? Gonna fight. With her. The sixth grade. This is your coach. Is he dead? He's drunk. He took a vote. You don't want to play no more. I haven't been as good a coach as I can be. But I know I can do it because I, I know this game. Hey, you are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy Sequel Remix. This is episode 388. I'm Mark. Final day in May, 2023. Man, May, May flew by. I feel like it was just a day ago. I was seeing all those Justin Timberlake memes about it being May. And now here we are, June. I have no idea what these memes are you, you're talking about. You've never seen those... Um, it's a song that came out like 20 years ago. The only Timberlake song I know is Rock Your Body. Where, you know, it's an instinct song, and, and it, I think the line, the line is, it's going to be me. But, you know, you got to put a little, you know, Timberlake's got to put a little swag on it, a little stink. So it sounds like he's saying, it's going to be May, is what it sounds like he's saying, and that's just become a oh. meme. Every year it pops up on Facebook. I'm like, yeah, we see this every year. Another Taylor Swift hasn't said something about me that sounds like May yet. Ed Sheeran, come on, man! You guys are just letting this sweet meme space go by. Timberlake just has a grasp on this for twenty years, but yeah, I see him every May first, and now June first already. Do you get royalties for for memes? No, and I think it's a shame. I I think that's stolen art, stolen valor. I don't. So, <laughs> uh, no, no, I think anybody can just take a picture of any anybody and just write whatever add, you add want. Add text. I feel like, God, it, it, it's an SNL, it, it, it's a sketch I've seen. It's, maybe it's, uh, uh, I think it was SNL. No, um, I can't think of the show. I think it was the Netflix thing, like a sketch comedy show. I can't think of the name of it. But the guy is like suing somebody because he's just like a ordinary looking white guy. And his uh, nephew turned him into a meme. And the, so people just write, you know, horrible things that it makes it seem like this guy's saying. Um, it's, yeah. They can just picture you, Mike, and say, it's going to be May. And now Mike's the new May guy. I'm the new May guy. Yeah, the concept of a meme is interesting. Um, the fact that we have to call it, a, like, we had to invent this fake yeah. word for this when it's really just a caption. We already had it for it. Caption. I guess two syllables. It's caption on a picture. I like that we invented a word because I think people were just like, "Oh, have you seen that? It's like a picture. It's a it's yeah, a I picture mean, of George Clooney and you, he's saying this." You know now, like it yeah. it makes perfect sense now. Yeah. It's just a weird concept to me. The inter internet culture is it's just interesting. Sure. It's an, we live in an interesting interesting time. Yeah. Where these things just happen. Yeah. I, mean, I don't have a problem with it. I'm just saying it's interesting. I mean, God, can I go back 10 years and there were no memes? The, the original meme is Chuck Norris. 2013. I mean, okay, so let's go 15 years. Yeah. Probably no meme. We certainly didn't have a word. We didn't have a word for the Chuck Norrisisms. Yeah. But Chuck Norris is the, was the original meme. Right, because it's a picture and it would say, it would it would be Chuck Norris and then it would say, you know, some, you know whatever. Chuck Chuck Norris once uh, punched Jupiter. Yeah, face, exactly. Yeah. Um, did we also just call them like e-cards or something? Oh, yeah, e-cards, yeah, when you would do the little, See, like, that sounds dumb. Birthday card, e-card. Okay. My, 
My sister was planning um, a birthday party for her daughter. Yeah. And she's like, oh, look, I can spend $3 on this um, e-invite. E-vite, yeah. And I was like, why would you spend any money on that? You can get that. I'm pretty sure you could find that for free. I think I tell you. Or just send out a text. I don't know. As someone who has spent three dollars on an evite, it's that I had a vision, <laughs> and I myself, I yes, if you had the skill, and and the software, if you had the software and the sleight of hand, and the and the vision in your brain, you could do it. I couldn't. I was like, okay, here's what I want it to look like. I have this idea. I didn't know. Like I had to download a JPEG. What? <laughs> put that into put that into Paint? I can't do that. Paint. Or no, if, if, if it's advanced paint, if it's past paint, I don't know what to put in Photoshop. Paint 3D? I gotta download, I gotta download Adobe. You gotta, you gotta spend $200 on a license for Adobe Photoshop. <laughs> yeah. That'll and be, Illustrator? Yeah. I'll go to Etsy, pay someone three bucks, and I'm like, hey, yes, can you take this picture and just write some stuff in cool fonts? That's, you know, if I want it in one font, yeah, sure, I can just take it on my phone write in one font, but man, if I want this font to be green, and then this to be like bolded, I'll pay an artist, you know. Hey, that's cool, man. Let's pay our artists what they're worth for their work, you know. Sure, sure. Uh, And if it's $3, and I can just send that out a hundred times, yeah, let's do it. You're going to be so pissed when someone takes your your hard pay, your your paid e-card, and turns into a meme. But it's, and it's you like, don't get a dime. It's not my. That's for the artist to figure out. <laughs> I, mean, I know. You know we're, we're, no, we're no, it's not because you pay for it. You own it. Have you heard about this? That is with yours. Artists, tattoo artists, suing like EA because an NBA player has their tattoos. I've heard of things like that. Yeah. And that one, like that, gets into a whole can of worms. So I was like, but yeah, well, if you know. If LeBron pays for these tattoos, are they not LeBron's? And then he's licensed. You know, he has a deal with the NBA and EA for his likeness. For his likeness, yeah. but the artist can come and say, "Well, no, no, that's my original artwork." That is a can of worms. Yeah, that is a Supreme Court case waiting to happen. Or yeah. it already has. I, I, or it already has. I've heard of some artists being paid out for like, yeah, no, you put my tattoo in the game. I own that tattoo. Yeah, it's like, um, but what if I, I want a tattoo? Of, you know, the poster of Fast and the Furious. Now, does Sony get a cut of that? You know, the Supreme Court actually just heard a case kind of related to this um, about Andy Warhol. Uh, So, Andy Warhol took a photograph, did his Andy Warhol things. The Campbell Soup? Um, It was not the the Campbell Soup guy, but it was... He took a photograph of Prince. Okay. Did a... Andy Warhol this photograph yeah. for I think Rolling Stone, and the person who took the original photograph sued Andy Warhol. Oh, so you say Warhol took the photo? He didn't with the camera take a photo. He took a he a, took a photo that was already taken. Pre existing photo. Yeah, I, I may have the details right, but it is this person versus Andy Warhol's yeah. estate. Went to the Supreme Court. I think the person who actually took the photograph won the case. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, it's crazy. Prince is like dead. Hey, <laughs> that was a picture of me though. <laughs> <laughs> the only people bought is like, man, look at this cool. Look at this. He took Prince nine different ways and made him different colors. Right. 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Art, art, copyright, shit. I don't yeah. know, man. Well, I don't know. Speaking of a whole other camera, did you just stream any movies? I got... I didn't go... <laughs> I didn't pay anybody? Um, did you boot like a movie? I, I didn't boot... I didn't uh, BitTorrent anything, <laughs> if you're wondering. I did upgrade my app to Max. Um, one of my apps switched from HBO Max to mm-hmm. just Max. Oh, related. Okay. Um, if you were... If you've heard me complain on the show, I think I've complained about this on air... If you were on the fence about getting an LG TV because they did not have the HBO Max app in their store, rest assured, the Max app is on the LG. Okay. I had a feeling that was going to happen because they had the Discover app. Hmm. So these two worlds colliding, I was like, oh, shit. Now I got Max on, Max. Uh, Max on LG. Whew. Went from purple to blue. Bright blue. Yeah, it's a... I don't know if I love the shade of blue. <laughs> It's a royal blue. Right next to the Netflix app, I was like, yeah, that just, it just, it doesn't look great. But if you cross your eyes, it's purple. Yeah. <laughs> it blend. Um, got, yeah, I watched a couple things here. Um, got to the theater, checked out Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Mm-hmm. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I loved Guardians. 2 wasn't my favorite, but I loved the Guardians, and um, I recommend 3. It's dark. Three's dark. It's a di- it's a different tone. Um, still has your action. Still has your Guardians comedy, but it, it's a it's a darker Guardians. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, watched a recommendation. Checked out twenty twenty three Air. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I'm uh, on the same realm as you. Fun show. Yeah. Fun little movie. Um, not groundbreaking, not mind blowing, but just a good watch. It's it's so funny with these like with a movie like this that takes place in nineteen what nineteen eighty four, right? It's like we we know. you you sit there with your uh you're sitting there your Jordan tracksuit with your, you know, uh, Jordan threes on on the coffee table and go, I wonder how this is gonna work out for these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You knew yeah, you knew yeah. the ending. Yeah. Um I, I don't know, does he go converse? I kinda was hoping we'd see more of like the actual Production of a, a prototype shoe. That I think was my favorite part. Like, that guy. Yeah, um, I, I wanted to see him like cutting leather and like yeah. hand stitching the shoe, like in the in his lab. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Check it. It's on Prime. I think people will enjoy it. But definitely. I mean, I don't know, like a dad movie. Like I feel like men of a certain age will just kind of like if you like basketball or, or just people in boardrooms. But yeah, it just takes place. Like the whole movie takes place over like three days, and. I would have liked to see a lot more of just putting that shoe together. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, but because it is an iconic shoe. It is an iconic shoe. Yeah, good, uh, great movie. Enjoyed it. Um, and then, other than what we did for the show, I watched another movie. Old went back, old school, nineteen seventy three classic American Graffiti. I've never seen. George Lucas no. directed. Richard Dreyfuss, uh, Ron Howard, uh, Harrison Ford's in it. Um, that is a good movie to put on and just listen to. Yeah, I don't think you. It's about guys tagging buildings, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just it's just like coming of age or Americana, but you don't really need to pay attention to what's going. It's the dialogue and the music, and you're good. You don't have to watch. It's just a good good background movie if you just want to put something on. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Good movie. Good 
movie. Right. Yeah, I've seen it a few times. But yeah, what about you? What do you got? Uh, okay, I saw some uh, some 2023 releases, uh, but then I got to the theater. One was a Redbox rental uh, at the grocery store. Had a free Redbox. Gosh, people still do that. I do. You're keeping Redbox. I, I, I personally am. And I said it. Never pay for one. <laughs> they're just, you know, they're free. I, you sign up for the thing, and every couple weeks they say, hey, here's a free Redbox rental. You save it to your phone, and you, you pass one. I saw... The 2023 Gerard Butler action thriller plane about, about a guy who drives a plane. That looked awesome. I wanted to see that. It Okay, it's on a cash for trash. This is trash. You know it's trash. Right. Did I have fun watching this trash movie? You bet I did. It's kind of like a snakes on a plane kind of movie, right? No snakes, but in a plane. Of the plane. But, but just like. Yeah, God, man, this feels like such like a night. This feels like. 90s like a Con Air or a Van Damme movie uh-huh. or you know it's Gerard Butler he's a pilot uh, with a dark past his plane goes down in um, you know war torn uh, southeast uh, Asia country he's gotta go rescue some hostages with the help of Mike Coulter who was Luke Cage who also has a dark past and it's great yeah I'm gonna watch that one yeah. of these days it, it was fun it was a fun movie uh, would I wanted to pay for this in theater? No. Free Redbox? Absolutely. When this comes on streaming, recommend it. Uh, this one was on streaming. I Along, mean, I know you said it was trash, but it's kind of sounding like it's a cash. Oh, no, I'm putting it as a cash. Okay, okay. I'm putting it as a... As, oh, I thought you said as a cash or trash, you said it was a trash movie, but... It is a, I'm putting this as trash cash. It's a trash movie that's absolutely cash. <laughs> because the movie knows it's trash. Yeah. Like, it doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah, it awareness is good. Yeah. yeah. Along the same lines of a movie that knows what it is, I think it's a little better, better than playing. I actually really like this movie. I thought it was smart, well acted, but it knows it's a silly concept. I watched Megan, or maybe you've seen it as M3gan. Yeah. On yeah. Uh, Peacock. Peacock, yeah. I liked it, yeah. I mean, it's it's a little child's play, right? It's a doll, you know, it's a robot doll that comes to life. Um, but it's, uh, you know, it knows it's a silly concept. I think it knows it's a, I mean, it's it's PG-13. It's not that scary. And I definitely think it leads more to, like, the humor of the situation than, like, the horror of the situation. There's never a time where I was like, Oh, that was scary. Like they, I don't think there was like a jump scare in the movie. Um, you know. So, yeah, I liked it. I, I thought it was a fun, fun 90 minutes. You are the, count it, fifth person who has told me they watched that movie and has enjoyed it profusely. Yeah, it's it's just a good, it's a good time. So, I'm going to watch that one one of these days. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, uh, I think it's a movie of the time. You know, it deals with uh, uh, AI and perhaps the dangers of it, of, you know, chat GBT. If you put that in a doll, is it going to start, you know, killing people? I don't know. This is a cautionary tale. Yeah. Uh, okay, so those were the two new ones. Uh, continuing my, uh, you know, picking a thing, watching three of the movies, putting them on a podium. I... <laughs> uh, I feel like, much like the word meme, I gotta come up with a word for this. <laughs> I picked it, uh, I'd seen one of these before when I was really young. 
I picked three Terry Gilliam movies. Don't know a lot about Terry Gilliam. Uh, I've had a copy of 12 Monkeys sitting on my shelf. I was like, you know what? I'll watch 12 Monkeys. What else has this guy done? And then I uh, found some other ones. So I'll rank them. Three to one. Number three, I don't know if this quite gets out of trash on the trash cash. Comes in third place. 2018's The Man Who Killed Don Coyote. Uh, it stars Adam Driver, and he is the best part of this movie. And I, I think it's going to be a theme with these Terry Gilliam movies I watched. Um, it's about a guy, he's a, a director, a commercial director, and he made a student film about Don Coyote, and the actor he played to him, he finds him years later, and the guy thinks he is now Don, Don Coyote. And um, this guy goes on, you know, the adventures. and um, It's... As a movie, it's not... It wasn't great, but Adam Driver's given a very good performance. Um, okay, number two. This is my first time watching this one. 1991's The Fisher King, starring Robin Williams and uh, Jeff Bridges. I Now, this I'll put as cash. I actually really like this movie. And again, great performances by Robin Williams and Jeff Bridges. And I think, like, in the three movies I watched, it's like, oh, man, he just... He writes characters or he directs characters that are just wacky. And if you get the right actor who can just fully embrace like crazy and like over the top, it's a fun performance. And Robin Williams and Jeff Daniels, uh, Jeff Bridges both do that. Have you seen Fisher King? I have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, shock jock radio host. You know, he, he something happens. He goes in depression. He meets a homeless man. Again, along the same themes of the man who killed Don Quixote, this guy thinks he's uh, a knight on the quest to find the Holy Grail, and he has to help that guy out. Now, I actually like The Fisher King. I think as a story, it ha- it made more sense than uh, the Don Quixote movie. Uh, and then number one, I mentioned in the beginning, was uh, 1995's 12 Monkeys. That's just like a good, that's a good time travel movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like they, they do time travel very well in it, and then, again, same thing I'm going to say, good Bruce Willis, it's crazy watching a movie with Bruce Willis where, like, you, you watch later Bruce Willis and you're like, man, he's just doing Bruce Willis. And watching it from 1985, you're like, man, this guy, he was a good actor. Yeah, he was. And Brad Pitt is great at it. Um, and kind of same thing. Like, guy from the future, or, you know, in the present, his present, going into the past, on a mission. Um, they all kind of similar themes. I don't know if I love, like, Terry Gilliam's, like, directing style of a lot of low angles, the Dutch angles, and... He, he does a lot of stuff where like oh something's focused in the foreground but we're really paying attention to the actor in the background I don't know if I I love it all but they were three pretty good movies I didn't love Don Cody but the first the first and second place I, I would give cash and worth a watch nice yeah so that, that was my little dive into Terry Gilliam I don't know if I'll continue I don't know if I'll watch Time <laughs> Bandits I don't know so when you like um, Did I name it? Twelve Monkeys. Twelve Monkeys is good. I like Fish King. I've seen Time Bandits. Um, I think I'm running out of one. I I know, uh, I may have seen more. I just can't name them. Yeah, yeah. You, you got it's got a pretty big catalog. Th- oh yeah. When I was uh, when I had the two, I wanted to watch. I knew I wanted to watch Twelve Monkeys, and I went through and I was like, oh, I've heard Fisher King. I knew and Jeff Bridges, Rob Williams. That seems like a cool watch. And then as I was going, I was like, man, yeah, he's you know directed. 20 some yeah. movies that you find I picked Don Quixote one Adam Driver I like him it's the newest film he's directed I believe in 2018 and it was streaming on Peacock so that helped then we got two other movies and we watched the 2005 remake of the 1976 sports comedy The Bad News Bears we watched Bad News Bears 
this will finish out our Child Actors Month. Uh, Bad News Bear stars a bunch of children actors. Uh, it's the story of an aging, down-on-his-luck ex-minor leaguer coach who coaches a team of misfits in an ultra-competitive California Little League. The Bad News Bears, a classic comedy about growing up. Was this your first time watching Bad News Bears? Uh, the original or the remake? The original. No, I have seen it before. Yeah. I have seen the original. Uh, did, did you revisit it for this? I did. Uh, what would you, you think of Bad, the Bad News Bears? Um, well, it's good. I think it's good. I remember it being funnier. Um, and I don't know the last time I saw it. Yeah. But I, my conception of the movie going in was this is a Roger Mathau hilariousness stuff. And I watched it and I th- still think it's a good movie, but I don't really remember laughing that much. I'm like, I don't think this is that funny anymore to me. Yeah. Um, I probably had a similar... So it's probably... I'm going to go on limb 20 years since I feel this movie. Like, probably last time I watched this, I was probably in high school. And so it's been 20 years. I... I didn't have... Okay. I thought... Younger me probably thought this was funnier. I went into a thing like, okay, it's probably... It probably didn't age that. Because the parts I remember was like, this isn't going to age well. Um, The parts I did find funny were like the more like... Aside lines, Walter Matt, that I was like, I bet I missed this as like a younger viewer. But you're right, I not like the lat like the kids. None of the kids I found funny. No, yeah, I which find the kids funny. Maybe if I was younger, I would have found more humor in that. But yeah, the kid like it's it's considered a, a sports comedy. And I was like, it's 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 lighthearted, but it's not funny. Yeah, like, it's not. A, it's definitely not a sports drama. So I guess it's a comedy, but yeah, it's, it's not some, yeah. not a lot of laughs. Right. Um. Yeah, they mess up his name a lot. That's fun. Yeah, that's the kind of running joke. I mean, it it is a good movie. I still think it is a really good movie. Um, My favorite line of the movie that made me actually like laugh out loud, like chuckle to myself, was uh, the first game and butter and the the kid who keeps the stats is like, how, how do you score that? And he goes, or he goes, is that an error? I was like, well, it's an error on the throw, but not on the fielder because he wasn't in wasn't his in position. Yeah. I, like, ah. I just kind of like chuckled. I was like, ah, that's funny. And then the only other line I actually laughed out loud at, like, again, just chuckled, was getting the second place trophy and him just going, thanks, sir. <laughs> but outside of that, yeah, not, not, it's not as quotable as I remember it being. Yeah. Or as I, in my mind, thought it was going to be. Like, yeah. I thought there was going to be all these, like, funny, like, oh, man, he said this. I mean, Matt thought does a good performance, and, mm-hmm. and I think. There's some like, little internal like chuckles that maybe I got with like like the the air thing like just the little baseball-y things yeah um, that you could totally see an ex ball player saying and no one around him comprehends what he's talking about kind of things mm-hmm. um, but yeah I was actually surprised because I remember as a youth watching this and, and laughing my sack off, but I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I, I agree. With you. I also think this was rewatching it. I turned it off. I said, that was good. I enjoyed my time watching that. I think it's a good, uh, baseball movie as far as like baseball depicted in kids movies. Yeah. I was like, this baseball looks legit. Like I'm following it. I under like, 
as a if I was a kid, I was like, I follow it. I understand why the Bears are bad and why every other team's good, and I, I can follow the game. Yeah, and the kids are throwing the ball and yeah. swinging the bat and running the bases yeah. and. It's pretty, like, authentic. Yeah, there was none of those, like, ridiculous, you know, uh, little big league where, uh, you know, the guy hits the ball, and by the time it's caught, he's already rounding third. Right. You know, there's none of this, like, ridiculous, like, come on, that's not going to happen. And I, I've i spent some time coaching little league in my day, and uh, it's not, how bad they were is not out of the realm. There are, I've seen some really, really bad youth baseball played yeah and and you also know hey you get yourself a ringer pitcher and you can get one kid who can mash you can probably win some games yes that's all you yes. need and then and then you hope a kid like Engelberg just comes on at the last part of the season and you know that, that guy can start mashing yeah um yeah good mouth out performance i liked uh, and also good uh vic morrow performance yeah as yeah. like he just like great 70s he looks the part. Yes, like I don't. He's probably that kid's real father, but he's kind of like stepdad vibes. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, hard ass coach. Um, Nine million dollar budget, forty two million dollar at the box office, ninety seven percent on Rotten Tomato based on thirty reviews. The criti- the critical consensus reads: the Bad News Bears is rude, profane, and cynical, but shot through with honest, unforced humor. And held together by a daft, understated performance from Walter Matthau. Yeah. Uh, and of course, we're doing this for um, Kid Actor Month. What do you think of the kids? I think they were. I think they played kids okay. Um, I mean, the big stars Tatum O'Neill yeah. here, and uh, you know, she's 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 playing the character right. She's playing a, a girl that's um, grown up too fast. Yeah, um, and she does that okay, but. I, I do think the other kids just being kids works really well. Yes, um, you can kind of see where, where some of them, like she's the actor. I mean, at this point, she'd already, she'd won the best supporting actress. Um, for what was that? Paper Moon or the, it was like just like the year yeah. before she, she wins it. Uh, Jackie Earl Haley plays uh, Kelly Leak. He goes on to have an acting career. None of the other kids really did do anything after this. Uh, and they kind of run the game, like, yeah, but they just get to play kids, and so you're not, they're not asked to do a lot, so it doesn't really stand out of, like, oh, man, they, they can't deliver lines. Except for, uh, except for Lupus. Maybe, uh, maybe another take it, uh, we'll see you again next season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but outside of that, you know, it's just like, uh, yeah, they just seem like kids just reacting naturally. Um, I liked Engelberg. Um, who's Tanner. I don't know about that kid. I like that fiery, fiery yeah. little shit. <laughs> uh, certainly, the character that ages the least that they they they, they, uh, t- they toned down in uh, in the remake, but yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's a little. It's kind of a it's kind of a time capsule of the movie too. Yeah, um, with the language spoke, sure. the epithets, the the you know the ra- the racism and stuff. It's 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 kind of an interesting. Like time capsule of the time. Yeah, not even just the derogatory, you know, like the like the you know the racism and stuff, um, but just the just the swearing. Yeah, in a PG movie. Yeah, <laughs> just a PG movie. Uh, speaking, of, you know, kids just being kids. Like 
the Tanner scene, when Tanner sticks up for Lupus and gets in a fight with the two other kids, it just feels like they're just rolling on two kids' ground. Like, it goes on longer than I think <laughs> like a kid movie fight should go. I just feel like they're just really scrapping. Like, obviously, you know, they're not either, but it just feels like... They just told him, like, okay, you guys are just going to wrestle around. We're just going to hold the camera on you. And it, yeah. it goes a little longer. It's just, hey, you little shit. <laughs> just, um, yeah, so all in all, it's it's a good movie. I, I think it's, I don't know, for as far as kids, I mean, I, I don't know if I'd put this above Sandlot, but I might put it above, like, Rookie of the Year. I feel like this is a better baseball movie than... You know, as far as, like, kids' sports movies, I was like, yeah, this, I, this I is one of the better ones. I put it above Rookie of the Year just for the realism of the baseball. Yeah. Um, Rookie of the Year, I think, is a fun movie, but the stupid arm thing is dumb. Yeah. Um, but that's the whole premise of the movie, and that's fine. Sure. Um, um, yeah, so... Yeah. Cut to 2005, we get a remake. This time starring... Uh, oh, in case we didn't say, yeah. Walter Matthau was the star of it. I don't know if I ran out of the gas, but Walter Matthau played uh, Buttermaker? Butterballs? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we get a remake in 2005, this time starring Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, he's joined by Greg Kinnear, Marsha Gay Hardon, uh, some of the uh, kid actors. Marsha Gay Hardon? <laughs> Marsha Gay Hardon. <laughs> uh, some of the kid actors, uh, Sam McCain Craft, or uh, Ridge Canopy. Uh, again, like if you look, none of the kids really go on to, to do much after this. Directed by Richard Linklater, which I did not uh, wasn't aware of. Uh, he, of course, director of Dazed and Confused, like School of Rock, the Sunset Trilogy, uh, and direct and written by uh, Glenn Ficarra and John uh, Requia, who wrote Bad Santa uh, just prior to this. Um, this tells the story of Morris Buttermaker. He's a burnout minor league baseball player who loves to drink and can't keep his hands to himself. His long-suffering lawyer arranges for him to manage a local Little League team, and Buttermaker soon finds himself the head of a ragtag group of misfit players. Through unconventional team-building exercises and his offbeat coaching style, Buttermaker helps his hapless Bears prepare to meet their rivals, the Yankees. Bad news, Bears. The bases are loaded. And so is the coach. Was this your first time watching Bad News Bears? I think it was. Yeah, I don't remember ever watching yeah, this. Yeah, I think it was. I remember coming out. And it's definitely post-Bad Santa. Because like, oh, it's just Bad Santa, but now he's a baseball coach? Yeah. I had some laughs on that. Yeah, definitely. Concept. Yeah. Um, $35 million budget back in 2005. Uh, man, it's got to go to a lot of um, Billy Bob and, and, and then the... the be the onset beer budget. <laughs> uh, only $34 million at the uh, box off. 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. Critical consensus reads, This too faithful remake aims low for laughs, turning off the easily offendable. Despite another lovably irascible... Ir- irascible? Contribution by Thornton. It lacks the ensemble strength and originality of the 1976 version. Um, what did you like about Bad News Bears? I did think Billy Bob brought some more laughs yeah. to um, the movie. Um, I, I tried to watch it and not compare it to Bad Santa. Sure. Because... T- 
to me, that is the peak of Billy Bob's funny. Yeah. Is Bad Santa. And then, so I, I like that. I like, mm. I like Billy Bob. I think it's a good. It was a good choice. If you're gonna remake this movie, it was a good choice. For that did role. you know, or did you get the sense that it was written by the same guys who did Bad Santa? Had I had no clue. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know that until I started doing like after I watched the movie, and so part of me was like, is Billy Bob just playing off the Bad Santa? And then to find out it was the writers, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, it makes sense that they cast Billy Bob after working right. having a successful movie. They wrote this movie and they were able to just kind of cast him in as kind of kind of the same character. It's kind of a plug and play for sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it, it's like a year later. Um, but yeah, the humor I think works better in that you could... One thing I think the 76 version is that a lot of the jokes I think you can just have like the one-liner that Billy Bob and his bad Santa when he he's kind of in that role is just so good at giving. Yeah. Just like the one-line joke. Um, and you know, the 76 doesn't really have that. I don't know, the 76... I don't know what the humor is supposed to be, but it's not the dialogue. Where this, I think, the humor comes from the dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I like when you drop the the. It's cleaner. Yeah, drop. <laughs> Just bad news bears. Just bad news bears. Um, yeah. yeah. Anything else in, in, in the like? I really, it's a small thing, but I enjoyed the little, he when he's finding the sponsor he goes to Chico's Bail Bonds yeah. but then they actually swap switch it up and they're sponsored by Bo Peeps yeah uh, Gentleman's Club or I thought that was so that, he, that they had him walk into a place called Chico's Bail Bonds because that was one of my most memorable mm-hmm. things from Bad News Beers was being sponsored by Chico's Bail Bonds I thought it was hilarious that's the funniest part of that movie to me is that yeah the little league team sponsored by Bell's Bond yeah yeah and then that that just little like kind of like homage to the original mm-hmm. movie, but then then swapping it up and making it even a little more vulgar. It's a fun reveal too. Yeah, the, it's a montage of him going to different places. Like he goes to a liquor store, I think first, and then you know two other places, and then he ends up, and then it ends with him walking to a place, camera pans up, Chico's bills bonds, and then it cuts to practice and then him saying oh I got the uniforms for you guys and then we don't even get to see the back then yeah it's they show up to the first game and then the lawyer uh, confronts him with the and then that's when we finally get the reveal of the little bit piece which yeah that's very that's funny yeah so I like that mm-hmm. um gosh I like Greg Kinnear in this role oh Greg Kinnear's great yeah Greg, yeah. yeah very funny uh in, in his role uh, again, he's also got a g- different. Vic Morrow, if he was my dad in the 70s, you're a little scared of him. So when he slaps the kid, like, I was like, yeah, I buy that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Greg Kinnear has he's different energy, but also great, like, that douchebag dad energy. It's he And so authentic. Like, yeah. I mean, he just seems like that guy you, like, when I was coaching youth ball or, like, playing youth ball... I mean, he was perfect. Yes. That Dillhole dad wearing his Oakley blades and, like, whatever. All head-to-toe Under Armour? Yeah. Yep. Just, just... Usually the Super Dillhole is not even coaching. He's just on the sideline yelling at the coaches or the, or, sure. or the other team's kids. I mean, yeah, he... Yeah, Greg Kinnear. I really like Greg Kinnear. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good Kinnear. Um, 
And Marsha Gay Harden, her part was small, but oh, yeah, she yeah. plays a good, like, lawyer. Give her a little, it gives her that character a little more. In the first one, I watched it and I was like, what, what's this guy's, what's his involvement? He's like, oh, his son plays on the team, but it's, it's just such, like, a little thing. And then, like, he's only in the two scenes, really, right? Or it's, like, it's three. Like, he's in the beginning, he kind of explains it, he's gone, he tries this man on the team, he's gone... And you kind of forget he's like a dad until the end, where he's just like, "Hey, what, what are you doing? Putting my putting my kid in? Like we could win." Uh, both both movies. That's a major flaw in both the movies. Is it it still doesn't make sense to me why we needed that that guy? We need to hear about this court case uh, that we really didn't hear about. It's right. just like okay, there was a court case, and now there's an extra team being added. Yeah, it's so stupid. I guess it's well. I guess you need a reason for Buttermaker to be there, right? Yeah, that, that you have an extra I, team. I know. I, I just feel like that, and that, and, and, and it's, and we get to. I, I like that it's just this one line, really, because yeah, you're right. The idea of having a court case that stops a little league season because her kid can't play. I'm glad we don't hear more of it. It's just one line, and it's, it tells us that it's like okay. It's, that's why he's there because they're an extra team. There's no dads to coach it, and it's also the kids that didn't get aren't on the other teams. But see, that doesn't make sense because those kids would have been on teams. They just wouldn't. Be, they would just hide them in a team. Yeah, I I, I, I think it's a, in this world. It would be like they got cut, right? I guess that but they're saying like these kids are so bad that like. Uh, Greg Kinnear wouldn't even have them on his team. He's like, I, I, you can't even I play guess, yeah, I, I guess, but it's still like, it seems like such an empty way to get a coach there where like Mighty Ducks used it, did it in the best possible way with that whole like probation, like But why weren't those kids on the service team? thing? Like, the, the whole thing was to get Billy Bob there or yeah. to get Mathos, you know, Buttermaker there as uh-huh. a coach. Like, why is he the coach? They couldn't get anyone to coach. They need to pay him. I don't know. Just this whole court case thing, it was so, like, brief. And, like, yeah. it just seemed like this weird thing that stuck out to me as is so odd and unrealistic. I feel like they could have come up a better way to get this crazy-ass coach there. I mean, it could have literally just been none of the dads want to coach these kids. I have money. Coach. Well, no, because she's his lawyer. Sure, but, yeah. I mean, the whole premise is she filed an injunction so the league couldn't participate without this extra yeah. team. So now they got this extra team, and then this thing where none of the dads could coach, so now we need a coach, so I'm going to pay you to be the coach. Yeah, because she, she filed the injunction. I just hate it. And then she knows a guy because she represents him, and so she's going to pay him to, yeah. I, I don't have... I just think, like, to me, I'm like, it's they could have done something so much more elegant. Or both these movies. Like, this whole court case yeah. thing, to me, is just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And it, it could they just need to explain it more. Give me an extra five minutes on the court case. Oh, I... I Show me the courtroom scene where she wins <laughs> the motion. I don't know. I just was yeah. like, it, it's just so thrown... It's such a, like, a thrown away off, yeah. like... And maybe I'm, I'm definitely focus, focusing on it too much. Yeah, I think... Um, I, you but, know... With the, um, kind of in both movies, I like that it's just, he just, uh, I had an example, I, I didn't write it down. 
There was something that happens in, in, in the remake where I was like, I like the end of the Walter Matthau version. He's just there. He just, or, like, we don't, there's, they don't focus a lot on, like, the backstory of Buttermaker. It's just, he's, he's an ex minor leaguer, he's an alcoholic, he has to coach this team. That would be fine, but the oh. fact that they shoehorned in this little, like, court case thing in both these movies, they should just leave that out. I'm totally fine with just this coach getting paid to coach these kids. Yeah. Has no connection to him, someone's paying him to do it. That would be even, that, I'd be fine. Yeah. That'd be fine for me. But this court case thing, I'm, I'm stuck on it, and I, it bothers me. It, yeah, you're really stuck on it. It really does bother me. I, it, it really, both these movies, that drives me nuts. The beginning of both of them, I'm like, what the fuck is this again? Yeah, it's just... Because you're right, they, they would just be on teams, but you need a reason for them not to be on teams. Yeah. I just, yeah, that that's just the thing. That's In both these movies, that's just one thing I'm just like... I, can't I actually think in this one, they actually do a better job of explaining it. They give it a little more of just... But it still seems so unnecessary. Of the guy so, like, that she threatened to shut down the season if they didn't allow an, an additional team in. Yeah, I mean, I, the yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I get why she did it. No, no, yeah. But... I can't move on without... We're, we'll just go on. Yeah, we'll just go on. I'm just saying that's the one thing that's sticking with me. Yeah. And I can't... I don't understand why that bothers me with both these... Both these that particular thing bothers me. Yeah. And I don't... I don't know why it bothers me. I don't know me. either. I don't uh, know either. It, I'm offended. Yeah. It offends me. <laughs> uh, I think... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, what if it was like the picking the uniform colors, and he gets paid? They have an uneven amount of coaches. They need to find a guy. They get Buttermaker. He doesn't show up to draft day, and so he gets all the scraps players. That, that's exactly what they should have done. And it's like. He shows up, he's like, this is your team. He's like, you know, what the hell are you talking about? He's like, well, you weren't there to pick your players. Uh, you, you, you weren't there for the Little League yeah, drafts. You, you, so this you missed tryouts. This is what, yeah, yeah, you missed tryouts. This, this, this is, these are the guys who weren't picked by the other seven teams. Yeah. And it's not a snake draft. Or it was, <laughs> and these are just the guys who were left over. You missed it, Buttermaker. You had last pick. It wasn't a snake draft. We auto-picked for you. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Your best guys... How many teams? You're the yeah. 12, if there's twelve teams, you're the best guys, twelfth best person. You you filled <laughs> out your 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 waiver priority, and those guys were all gone in the first round. So this is what you're left yep, with. Yep. Um. This is not in the new one, but I did like this in the first one. I did like Tanner calling uh, everything crud, but calling Buttermaker an, a crud. I just like I don't know it's, it's a great thing to call someone yeah. you crud piece of crud you piece of crud oh also lie that made me laugh in the first one uh, when uh, Ab- uh, uh, Ahmad is in the tree and he tells Butterbaker not to bring him his honky bullshit and Butterbaker just says let's not bring race into this we have enough things to worry about that's a funny line <laughs> um, but back to this movie um yeah, um, great Billy Bob, great, great Greg Kinnear, also, you know, good Little League Baseball. I got questions about the final game. We'll get into that in the bad. Oh, here's one. I thought that the pitcher, uh, and this one was played, uh, well, Amanda, in the remake, she'll get thrown the ball. 
She could throw. And what I found out is that she actually uh, she played on the like Junior Olympics uh, uh, baseball team. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I thought the same thing. Like, she can pitch. Yeah, she. So she unfortunately she died at the age of twenty. And so I was trying to read it. There wasn't a lot about it because she was listed as a professional baseball player. I was like, okay, what did she play then? If she played, so it wasn't college. She played professional baseball, but she was a woman. Then I read that she was on the junior. So I don't know what that'd be. It was like semi-pro league or something, or yeah, I don't know. Yeah, where you're not part of the MLB, but you you're getting paid to play baseball. But yeah, so yeah, she was a legit there's, pitcher. There's lots of league paid leagues. Out yeah. There. yeah, so just, she did that, and then she actually played on the junior, yeah, junior Olympics uh, baseball team. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she good good throwing mechanics. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, guy who played Kelly Leak. Okay, uh, looks sixteen. He wasn't. So that's good casting because he cast a thirteen-year-old to play, uh, who looks sixteen to play, the best athlete. But that makes sense because there was always that guy on the other yeah. team, who looked like a grown-ass exactly. man had a five o'clock shadow. He made more sense being Kelly Leak than the Jackie Earl Haley Kelly Leak, um, who also made me laugh. Now that I think about it, back in nineteen seventy, him going to the ballet class and trying to pick up the adult ballet women by saying that he batted 841 for the Bears. That's just a funny thing for a kid to say. Yeah. Don't play, uh, I'm batting 841, play for the Bears. And then he just mimics hitting a ball. And then, and then tells her that he drives a Harley. Or he rides a Harley. Um, what didn't work for you with the Bad News Bears? Besides the court case. I don't want to hear it. Um, it's been dismissed. I do think uh, the... the uh, the child acting just didn't seem as natural. I feel like they had they gave them more, and it came off of what I don't like is kids. It seems like they're reading lines. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't seem yeah. like in the first one. It just felt like the cameras on them, act like kids, and this was like here's the here are lines and here are the whippy comebacks you guys got to have. Yeah, and then like the pitcher, although she could pitch, just stiff, wooden. Not a great actress. Not a great actress, yeah. yeah. Great athlete, poor yeah. actress. What would you prefer with her not being the star of the movie? It's Billy Bob's movie. Okay, you're casting this. Would you rather cast an actress who can act that you have to teach to pitch? That's that's She's going to be doing a lot of that. Or would you rather catch some, cast someone who can pitch that you have to teach to act? I think you're better off uh, an actress yeah. that you teach the pitch. Because with camera angles and editing, you can make someone look like a decent pitcher. That being said, she stood out as someone who looked good pitching. Tate O'Neill, I don't even remember what she looked like. Right. I assume she's probably not a great pitcher just because she's a professional actress. Yeah. But it didn't, it wasn't obvious. Agreed. Is there anybody on camera that you recall being a really bad thrower of something that stood out? Thrower. I say that just to include like football movies or basketball movies. The one that stands to me is um, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. in uh, Summer Catch. He does not look like he knows how to throw a baseball. Okay, I've seen that, but I don't remember what he looks like throwing. It, it's bad. I feel like they cut around it a lot. Um, gosh. I'm trying to I put you on the spot. I just wonder if there's one that's always stuck out. Like, you saw that movie and go, that guy does not know what he's doing. Oh, man. I can't think of anything off the top. Yeah. I mean, the only baseball movies I'm... I mean... 
Coster can throw, man. Yeah, Coster can throw. Sheen, Sheen can throw. Redford could throw. Yeah. I, I'm i trying to think what De Niro looked like throwing a ball in that movie he was in. Um, What's it like? Ring the bell slowly or whatever it's called. Oh, I don't even know this one. Um, I think it's a remake. It's a baseball movie and remake. And De Niro, yeah, I don't, um, the only De Niro baseball movie I know is The Fan. And that guy chucks a knife like no one else. Bang the drum slowly. Mm. And I'm trying to think if I can remember what De Niro looks like throwing the ball. But I can't because I haven't seen this, that dang movie in so long. Another one that sticks out to me, what, what do you think, is... Tim Tim Robbins in Bull Durham. Durham, yeah. I don't think it looked... I, I, I saw it I, I saw it just a couple months ago, but I was like... I feel like it stuck out that like he does not look like a guy who can throw a baseball. He doesn't even look good in a baseball uniform. No. Yeah, he does not look good. <laughs> um, I get it. He was the best prospect. That's why Annie picked him. But, man, when Costner shows up, it's it's no contest. Right. You're pick, which guy looks better in a baseball uniform? It's Kevin Costner. But, I mean... I didn't. I don't remember what he looks like. Robbins looks like throwing the ball. I, I want to say it was big but, leg, and then he has that thing where guys who don't look good throwing, it, it's that they shot, shot, like okay. shot with it. Because I know, like, like there's some really unathletic people in the majors that are fantastic pitchers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he yeah he he didn't look like he could throw. Yeah, you're right. I hope it's not a shot at. Bartolo Colon, because that man's an athlete. No, no. I'm thinking of, like, uh, <laughs> like James Paxton. Oh, right, right. Good pitcher. Trips over his feet. But, guarantee, that guy can't do anything but pitch. Right. You know? Guys like that. Yeah. You know, he's lanky. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't look like... But he can, th- he can throw he can, a ball. Yeah, he can sling it. But he gets hurt, because he, like, he like legit hurt himself doing, like, a cone drill. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Okay, part of the bad, so the ending of this movie, the lineup gets all whack. And I was like, that, the, the lineup doesn't have to move. It, it, it didn't make sense why, um, oh, what's the kid's name uh, from Guatemala? He's hitting in front of Kelly Leak, and then the ninth inning, or the sixth inning comes around, and then he's hitting after Kelly Leak. It, it got messed up. It, that, that took me out of it, where like, How's he hitting after him now? Because um, he's supposed to get on base for Kelly Leak, but then Kelly Leak does the thing where he tries to hit the foul ball. And then, I, gosh, I watched this just two days ago. What's the what's the last play of the game? Um, the it's a play at home. They it's um it's a it's a slide at home called out. Yeah, we're talking about the remake. Yeah, it's a slide at home where it's called out. It's different from the original because it's not the big hitter. It's it's not the kid that looks sixteen. It is um, they swapped it out. It's it, the it kid is, from what? It's uh, what's his name? Not Nako, but um, it's the the statistician kid, right? Uh, no, no, it's the kid. He at no the statistician kid gets on with the bunt, I believe. Uh, Kelly Leak flies out. Bases are loaded, right? So it's same setup that a, a home run will tie the game. And the original Kelly Leak yeah. hits the opposite field. You know he gets thrown out at home. down the line. He's thrown yeah. out at home. This one, it's the kid who Buttermaker asked to step into it. He's supposed to be this 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 version's uh, Stein. That's right. Yeah. Um, but he's like, I believe he says he's from Guatemala. I can't remember his name because he has a long name. 
Um, and his dad doesn't think he should be playing baseball. Oh, uh, the Armenian kid. Oh, is Armenian? Yeah. Is he from? Okay. Yeah. I don't know why he's like Guatemala. Cause, yeah, because they have the two twins who didn't speak English. Yeah, he's Armenian. Uh, and his dad doesn't believe he's playing baseball. So throughout the game, he, he he's supposed to lean into the ball. Uh, he does that twice. Or no, he does it once. He beating two player. Second time, he, he hits the ball. Butterbreaker yells at him. Third time, hey, swing away. But he comes up after Kelly. It doesn't make sense. But it's the same situation. Although I, I want to say it's a different situation where Kelly Leak hits the ball like it, to the fence. This was like he hit it to like, you know, it was like, kid, you shouldn't be taking home on this play. Um, yeah, maybe just, you know, hold up at third. And, right. And, 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 and So I didn't like the ending as much as like it, it got to the thing where it was like, okay, this is a dumb movie baseball play. Where the Kelly Leak, I was like, that I don't, I like the ending of the original. Even though it was like the same situation, it just made more sense. Like, yeah, Kelly Lee hit the ball, got thrown out of home um, on a on a close play. This was like I, I want to say there was like an error, and the ball gets starts getting tossed around, and then ends up at a play at home. Same thing gets thrown out. Um, yeah, it's, it's I didn't like it as much because uh, it was like an improbable baseball play. It was like hey, just just stop on third. Uh, Engelberg is probably up next, based on um, how, how we've messed up the uh, the batting order. Double, triple switch. I don't know. Yeah, it was. The little league's got crazy rules, man. When, when, when a, it might be a legit rule. Like that's the thing. Those those little little league leagues, they have yeah. all their own like crazy rules about subbing. And but just because and those two guys didn't come out of the game, I'm like, well, then they should remain. Just, this doesn't offend me. In their, I see this. Because <laughs> one thing I love to figure out is like, hey, what's the actual like? I watched the Major League Cleveland Indians. What's the actual order that they bat in? Um, why is Jake with bad knees batting batting cleanup? It looks like, <laughs> or he's batting third. No, he's the set, he's the two hole hitter. Um, yeah, I, I just like the the Kelly Leak play. Watching it, or maybe yeah, I guess you need him to lose right because then you get the celebration. I was like, oh, maybe maybe switch it up. You have that kid score, and that's the difference of the two movies. Is like, oh, they this win, one they, they win. win. But they keep it the same, and yeah, it just didn't have the same effect of like the Kelly League. Or have him do the exact, have him drive it down the line, and he's running the bases, and it's the right fielder digging the ball out and doing the relay. Yeah. As opposed to like, oh, the shortstop, he overthrew the first baseman, and so then he took, and yeah, they're kicking the ball around. That being said, I, I know, did. That seemed pretty authentic Little League to me, dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this, you know, also, third base coach, pretty hand up. Uh, I will say, in the remake, I like the uh, the the kid. Uh, I like that scene. It, it's the the Vicmar yelling at the kid, and then Greg Kinnear yelling at the kid. I I like that scene in the movie because it is like the you know it's it's the thing that sets Buttermaker like okay I was becoming too much like this guy. Baseball's supposed to be fun. That's the, that's the story of the movie. Is we all or the theme. Baseball, we all get to play, and it's supposed to be for fun. Mm-hmm. And he's become too much like that guy. Uh, I like that scene where you know he slaps the kid, and I was like, "Oh, this is like intense for like a, for a kids movie." Um, I like in the remake that he serves him up a underhand meatball as yeah. opposed to the kid holding it in his glove. Yeah, why Engelberg runs yeah, around? The team is like trying to pry the ball yes. from him. Yeah, it's like yeah, perfect. Just feed him a meatball, let that kid hit a home run. Yeah, I. I like that better. Yes. I don't like how it plays out, though. I don't like... 
Engelberg celebrating this massive mash he just got. The guy served up an underhand pitch to you. Yeah. Like, what are you celebrating? I just am like... <laughs> Act like you've been there before Engelberg? Yeah, like, to celebrate, like, I was like, this is... Why, how do you think you can have any kind of swagger on this one? Now, I'll say, maybe it's not because of his effort, it's because that puts them up. So he's celebrating like, hey, we're up now. Sure, sure. Uh, I, yeah. It's a little... It's a little it, yeah. I don't like Engelberg this much in this movie. No, he, no he's... The remake Engelberg, not a good I think he was one of the poorer kid actors, as opposed to... I liked Engelberg in the first Way movie. Way too intense in the new... Just his yelling about... Every line is... Yeah, yeah. just like... Chill out, man. We don't... I mean, the Atkins shit is, is fucking funny. That was funny. And then that line that kid says about ketchup. Ketchup. Yeah. Only people that put ketchup on a hot dog is a mental patient and a Texan. That made me laugh so hard because I hate ketchup. Yeah. And when I see put anyone over the age of five put ketchup on a hot dog, I cringe. Okay, I maybe five's a little young. I don't anyone know over I, the age of 12. I don't know why Texans had to catch a stray, though. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that I was, was a funny line. I feel like that was a. I feel like that was a. Um, they took another pass at that line. I feel like there was something else. Sure. Yeah, and then they they cleaned it up with Texans. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, if it was the nineteen seventy six version, they would have said it. Yeah, they would have. Um, yeah, I don't like. What, what did you think of um, adding the kid in the wheelchair? <sighs> Was it effective? I, obviously, it's played for laughs. No, it was it was totally unneeded. And the one, the only thing, because like, I also do not find it funny. The one line was when he's just like when he shows up with the iPad, he's like, "Ah, you gotta swab the deck." Yeah, he's like making pirate jugs. And he goes, "My mom says I have cancer of the eye." It just his the way he delivers. I was like, "All right, that was funny." I yeah. The overall, the inclusion of that is. Because the movie itself isn't really about, like, inclusion. Neither of the movies really had, like, there was no pushback of a girl playing, really. No. At, at all. Even in the 70s movie, I thought that was going to be the theme. No. And it's not. She shows she could pitch. And, and so, like, if the movie was more about, like, inclusion, yeah. like, uh, then it would have... Made more sense, but it really was just there for a laugh, and and I I thought honestly I thought he was just gonna get up and like, I thought it was a, I thought his mom was like Munchausen syndrome or something. Oh, and, that he and, could walk. Yeah. yeah, and then and the and then Billy Bob knew that the whole time, and it's just like, yeah. no, you're not taking your chair out to play. You're gonna walk out there and play, and he was gonna get up and jog out there and play. That's what I thought was gonna happen. Yeah, I um, you know the first first one's not really. About, it's like these guys, you know, Tanner runs down the list of who's all on the team. Um, and I think the thing that they hit on more in the 76 version was they just wanted to play. Like, all the kids, they were like, I just want to play. This one, I mean, the, the kid, he, he straight says, I don't want to play. <laughs> like, I'm just right. here. Like, uh, you know, the, the kid who keeps the stats is like, this is going on my college year. I don't want to play baseball. I'm just, where in the first one was like, well, that's, yeah, these, they suck. They're, they're not good, but like, they just wanted to play. Um... Another funny thing, you know, I've, you know, time, you talk about the time capsule, and you know, you can't just have a kid rattle off a bunch of like offensive terms. I think like a clever workaround was Billy Bob seeing uh, Ahmad and just saying twenty five was that Satchel Page like Griffey. He's like Little Bark Required. That's my favorite. And then he calls up a white. Yeah, but he's a white. He's a white. Um, funny Billy Bob. He's he's good at this type of thing. He is. He is. 
Would you like to see a sequel to this Bad News Bears? Billy Bob's still around. The kids are all in their... 30? They're 30 now? Uh, so he, they'd have to be new kids, obviously. I'm going to say no. I don't. Do I want to see Bad Santa coach a youth sports team again? Uh, yes. And I want him to lean into that. Yeah. I want him to actually be Bad Santa coaching a youth sports team. But yeah, I don't need a sequel. What if it's a sequel, and they do, they fix your one gripe with this movie, and it's that it's court-mandated community service. And we get that in the beginning, and then it's the opening to Mighty Ducks, but with baseball. Mm, He shows up in the limo for some reason, and uh, (laughs) the kids just jump on the the limo. Um, Yeah, I don't know if we need... This kind of, I guess this ties, you know, I'm going to say yes, because it ties into the next question I always ask, which is, do we need a remake? And I think, yes, this this is like the perfect, like, this is a, it's a good kids movie that you just, you can tell the story every 20 years with different kid actors, and my one holdup is like, well, who do you get to play Buttermaker? And Billy Bob's just such a good, like, he's the guy in that role, yeah. and he can still play that role. Um, so, I guess, what if it's a remake and they just don't even acknowledge it, and it's just, it's... It's Billy Bob Thornton again. I would like to have Billy Bob take another shot at Yeah, this so movie. it's just a remake. He's Buttermaker. Yeah. They don't even acknowledge that. Yeah. Yeah, I would be totally on board with a full-on remake. And, what, and then as an audience, we're like, but he, wait, but he was in the other one. I guess not a remake, just a redo. Like an Evil Dead kind of situation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like Evil Dead. Yeah, just a, it's just a redo. It's of the, the same movie with the same actor, but they, they try to improve on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um... Yeah, perfect. Uh, an evil. Yeah, there, there should be a term. Yeah, a redo. You have remakes, um, requels, requels, and then you just have redos. Yeah, we're just gonna try again. <laughs> Bring back Richard Richard Linklater. Man seems to love baseball. He he does so much of the. I call him the summertime movie. Mm-hmm. He's the summertime coming of age guy. I yeah. mean, he's got his little side things. You know, that he's done. He'll but, do Boyhood over 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Boyhood and then that um, Rotoscope movie with Keanu. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Scanner Darkly. Scanner Darkly. Yeah. But other than that, like, he does, he's the summertime, he's the summertime coming of age movie guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a, have, um, he does a better baseball movie than this. Uh, everybody wants it. I guess those are college kids, but I mean, that's yeah, a perfect, just I've, like, as you've said, it I've is a summertime. I've seen that one, yeah. Oh, it's perfect. Richard, it's a perfect summertime coming of age movie, um, and it revolves around baseball. Yeah, yeah. And it, part of it is like I was thinking about that. That's why I watched American Graffiti. I was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, because I was like, oh, Link later, I should watch Days and Confused. I was like, nah, I've seen that so many times. Sure. Just watch something yeah. I haven't seen as many. It's like, ah, oh, American Graffiti's in that same kind of category. But that's what led to that. The Tigers play baseball. I gotta, I gotta check out this movie, American Graffiti. I've never, I've never seen. There's no baseball in American Graffiti. There's street racing. Okay. The uh, summer summer pastime of the of the underground. The, yeah. <laughs> of the fifties. Uh, what character from I you know I mean this is a pretty faithful adaptation, so I feel like the characters are all the same. Which one do um, you think was most deserving of a spinoff? Ooh. Hmm. Uh, Kids are just so unmemorable. Ah, uh, yeah. It, it wouldn't be one of the kids. 
I don't know about a spinoff, but maybe a prequel where I get to see the trial. <laughs> like, it's Marcia Gay Harden, and it's like a civil, it's like one of those, like, um, like feel-good court dramas that they come out with. Yeah. Uh, and it's her fighting for these kids. I just, like, I need either more of the court documentation or yeah. none of it. No, let's give you the whole, <laughs> it's a few good men. And it ends with her Kinnear on the stand, where he admits, you know, because the whole thing, they're lying, you know, they're, it's collusion. She's trying to prove collusion between all the coaches that they purposely kept these kids off teams. Yeah. And like, no, no, it wasn't collusion. These kids weren't good enough. And then she catches them in a lie. And she's a hardcore, like, murder defense attorney yeah. that drops, you know, that to do this stupid civil case of a dumb baseball thing. Yeah. So it's two, she's got the, we got the case, and then we got her, like, you know, wrestling with her, her own peers about, how oh, you drop all this big money lawyer stuff to do this stupid youth sports thing. What are you doing? Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, that's great. Like, movie. she won't make partner. Right. Like, they threaten, like, you know, you're not going to make partner. Yeah. Uh, great movies. Because you dropped it. Yeah. It, it, it'd, be be- it'd be better than that, um, uh, John J. Ishmael movie or whatever I watched. Yeah, um, Roman J. Ishmael. Yeah, it'll, be, it'll be better than that. Yeah. Um, Can I live up to my cousin Vinny's standards? I mean, that's... Marsha Gay Harden? She's got some chops. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I know. that. That's probably, that's probably the movie. Um, or you just do like a... I don't know, like like a marriage story, but it stars Greg Kinnear and uh, the woman, uh, <laughs> the mom of uh, you know, Toby or whatever, <laughs> and it, it picks up right after the incident. Which you needed him to slap the kid, but he more just kind of pushes him down. Exactly, the one, right, right. So it's not as intense. Yeah. So like, yeah, the 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 hit of like because that in the hat kind of thing in the first one was yeah. Was, oh, he slaps him. He like rears back, slaps the kid, and then that's what yeah. hushes the crowd. But he doesn't like reach back. It's more just like a pop. I mean, he he pops him in the face. Yeah, but it's not like he doesn't rear back and like no, no, wind no, no, up. No. Yeah, he doesn't like. Yeah, he's, but yeah, you know, he's he's intense. He's yelling at him for for throwing at the guy. Um, I also I also like that the incident that starts this you know abusive coach part of the movie is. <laughs> We're gonna intentionally walk him. Is that yeah? And he tries to throw at him. Throws at him and he gets pissed. He gets so bad because he's like, "You tried to hit him." That's how it. That's how serious he takes little league baseball. I'm just kids just trying to save himself three extra pitches. Yeah. You beat him. He ends up on first. For he's got a helmet. What's that kid throwing? What are you, what are you throwing? Like, Fifty. Yeah. Forty-eight. Fifty. Uh, yeah, I just like it's because he could kill that kid. You never throw it. At but yeah, you need Kinnear to slap the guy because just the he doesn't even push him down. He like he's kind of jostling him, and then the kid it looks like the kid just falls over. Yeah, and I was like, no, nah. for us to like turn. I mean, obviously he's the bad guy. You know, he's 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 the antagonist in the movie. But for the crowd to react the way, and for Billy Bob to be like, well, I don't want to become this. You know, I'm I'm starting to become the ugly side of Lily. He's like. Slap the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vic Morrow that mustache. Now that I think about it, he might have balled it. He might have hit with a close fist. <laughs> he looked like the type of guy who might. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and then, uh, okay, so, uh, Ty, we were talking about Ty, they dropped the, um, A-plus for me. I, no, I, I don't, under, I guess I don't really understand the reasoning for dropping the, the. No, it makes, at all. I'll tell you this much, as someone who, you know, I, I have to look up both movies, I write down a bunch of information about both of them, dropping the, the, it was, like, easier to, like, pull up two Wikipedias. Gotcha. Yeah. But, yeah, like. To change the Bad News Bears and now Bad News Bears. Like, it's a remake. You can call it the Bad News Bears. When I see things like that, I it doesn't matter. It's a zero thing. It's yeah. a, it's a non-factor. But I like to understand the reasoning, and I can't understand why why they dropped that. What the purpose was? Maybe it was a legal thing. I don't know. I don't care that much, but I care a little. It's that scene from Social Network where Justin mm-hmm. like walks into the room and just says, "Drop the the." It's clear, <laughs> and they're like, "Fuck." It's May. This guy shows up, tells us it's May, and he tells us to drop the the. <laughs> Thank you, Justin Timberlake. Uh, do you need to see the original to enjoy the remake? No, I think it stands on its own. It's a pretty faithful idea. Yeah. Too, so like, yeah, it stands on its own just fine. Even the like coaching bit, the bunt scene. Yeah. Like, it's a bunt. You're supposed to pick it up and throw it to first. Yeah, that, even that, I'm like, oh, they're actually... Is this shot for shot? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's faithful enough, but then there are enough changes that you can watch... You can watch each movie and get, you know, something from both. Yeah. But it's also faithful enough that you don't need to see one to, like, understand what's going on in the other. And then, fine. Okay. You've seen them both. Which would you watch first? I'm going original. Yeah. Even the lack of Billy Bob. Yeah, I'm going original. I, I, I like Roger I just liked it better. And I like Roger Roger Matthau. Walter. Walter Matthau. You call him Raj. I always call him Raj. Yeah. I think I always say Roger Matthau. <laughs> I think I always do. Yeah. I, I like Walter Matthau and I, I just I enjoyed the first movie better. Couple so we talked about like the language that had to be toned down. We talked about uh, you can't just slap a kid in a PG thirteen movie anymore. Thanks a lot, America. Other thing that I'm like, holy shit, you can't do that in a movie. Him just chucking a full beer at the little at uh, Amanda when they're, um, yeah, you can't. Billy Bob can't throw a beer at no. him. That was like, that was an intense scene in the movie. Like I felt bad for that little. Like that was good. I, I mean, it's intense in a good way. That I, I felt bad for. I was actually surprised too. I mean, it was. Oh, I think. I mean, we got this was oh five. This was almost twenty years ago. Yeah. Things have changed a lot in 20 years, uh-huh. but even the scene where uh, Greg Kinnear grabs the kid, yeah. I'm like, an adult cannot just grab a child like that. No, yeah, like, you can't just, in public. Even if that's his son. Like, you yeah. Like, you cannot umpires go, would be involved, yeah. You cannot grasp that kid. Or, no, when before the game, like, the... Oh, uh, like Kelly Leak. Yeah. yeah. When when he is chatting and, and Kelly's being a smartass, yeah. he just grabs him, like, mm-hmm. I'm like... Uh, you go. You get arrested for that, dude. Yeah. Right now. Oh, Kelly Lee can't no snitch. He's not gonna go file a police report. That's a. I mean, yeah. But if some random adult saw yeah. that, well, yeah, shoot. But we're talking about the scene where like they're kind of behind the. Yeah, the behind the, like the the stand or whatever. Yeah. 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 I'm just saying, like, I'm surprised. He, like, he knew. He he took a look. I was like, I'm gonna grab this. This day kid. and age, like, I'm not sure that would be no. in a movie. This day and age, twenty years ago, it was in. Not in a lighthearted comedy, but. Yeah, I mean, you'd, drop, you'd get Marsha Gay Harden to do a court case about it. Yeah, like that, uh, that 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 mini series, The Slap, where that guy slapped that kid. <laughs> they did a whole eight episodes about that. Uh, I didn't watch it. Uh, yeah, I, I, dude, I 
I can't even put my finger. I just I think the first one just kind of works better as a movie on a whole, even though it's not as funny. I think there were yeah. more jokes in this one, but the first one just overall had a better. Um, our man Raj, like he plays a great drunk. Um, and yeah. even some of the modern changes the they kids. made, like the skate the skate park scene, the the air hockey scene makes sense. Yeah. The skate park scene doesn't. She wouldn't just go in there and try to win a skateboarding competition. That doesn't make sense. Right, especially what we know about her, right? Yeah. Like, she's given up the tomboy stuff. We know that she learned, she she took the baseball because he was her mom's boyfriend for, it seemed like, a couple years, yeah. right? And then he, he, he dips. Why that girl... Like, so we get why she picked up baseball, but why this girl who's interested in modeling and fashion... Is also like a great skateboarder and can like out trick this like kid who skateboards and drives a rides yeah. a Harley. Like, and I know that was just a change for the times, right? Like, or, 2005. We love skateboarding. Yeah, we don't. We love skateboarding. We don't have arcades anymore, so yeah, the arcade didn't make sense. But. Sure. Yeah, but the yeah air hockey was just so like clean for what they were trying to accomplish. Yeah, like, go in there and hustle this kid on a uh, air hockey thing. Yeah. Uh. Another, so about the beer and him throwing it, uh, I, a little thing I, I didn't notice until I read the trivia. Every scene we see Walter Matthau, he's drinking a different beer. I noticed that watching the movie. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's drinking, oh, he's a Rainier man. Right. Oh, wait, it's Budweiser. What? Once you see the first can, you're like, okay, I know how movies work. Like, we're just going to see this same can over and over and over again. And it's always something different. Um, in the remake, first he pours out the beer. I was like... Well, if you're an alcoholic, wouldn't you just chug it off? And then, and then it's it's a non-alcoholic beer. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. Dump it out, fill it with your uh, whiskey. Uh, and that was actually a studio thing that, for as much as even, you know, talk about times changing, they would not allow. They couldn't depict a guy drinking beer at a baseball game. Gotcha. So they're like, it has to be a non-alcoholic beer. Yeah. My question for you, and it, it wasn't clear to me, and I didn't go back and change it. The beer celebration at the end of the original. That's beer. That's real beer? He doesn't say it's not alcoholic, right? No. I think it's beer, but I also don't... I paid attention. I don't think they ever showed a kid drinking from a bottle of beer in that scene. He just gives them a beer and they gives them and they're shaking and pouring it, yeah. Yeah. Although he does tell kids to shut up and drink it, right? Yeah, but they don't ever show Show it on TV. Yeah. Yeah. and then the lawyer comes and says, we well, can't give kids a bunch of... And he just, like, he dismisses them. Yeah. Like, Did I miss a line? Is it non-alcoholic beer that he just offered these kids? Uh, but I also like that he just... Yeah. Pure butter maker. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to celebrate. We're going to just drink some beers to celebrate... That's what I got. That's what we got. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Bad News Bears, did we need it? No. We didn't. I didn't hate it, but it was. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, this is another one where I, I agree. I, we don't need it. I don't like nothing really came out of it. I think if they would have leaned into full bad Santa mode, raunch mode, it would have been better. If this was an R rated movie, yeah, yeah, and just it was bad Santa but with baseball. Yeah, and yeah, because at that it's like, well, I don't know. I've seen worse this character or better, I guess, in Bad Santa. We've seen better Richard Linklater baseball movies. We've seen, I don't know, outside like 
Greg Kinnear, who was like, yeah, he's not in enough stuff. Not really. That's really it. And outside of that, I'm like, yeah, that's the only thing that this movie gave us that, that um, we didn't already have. Um, but, you know, we got to see kids act, and that was the theme. That was the theme, <laughs> yep. Some were good, some weren't so good. Uh, and that's the risk you you take when you cast kids. Always is. Yeah. Always is. Sometimes you get a, a gem. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like Taylor O'Neill, that movie she won the Oscar for. I have, no, I've never seen it. She I've never seen though. it. I've never seen it. And I I mean, I wasn't really blown away by Tatum O'Neill no. and Bad News Bears. Or The Bad News Bears. Yeah. Um, so, is she a good actress? I don't know. Haven't seen her in anything else. Um, yeah, I went through her on TV. Still, still acting. Um, yeah. Same with, like, um, you know, I was like, you know, now you mentioned, yeah, like, I could tell she was, I could tell, watching the 76, that she was the professional actress of the group. She seemed like someone who was, like, an actor. But it also seemed like she was acting at certain times. Like, like oh, you're, you're, you're a little big right now. Um, and then Haley, uh, what's, what's that kid's name? Um, I won't say Haley Joel Osment. Good kid actor. Uh, Jackie Earl Haley. I was like, well, I know that guy has gone on to be an actor as an adult. I was surprised. That I didn't think he was a good actor as a kid. Yeah. That he stuck around in this business. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you're, you're not you're not great. I do buy him as a baseball kid, though. Sure, yeah. Look yeah. good. Look yeah. what he was doing out there. Um... Yeah, so uh, also it made more sense for him to play center field in that scene where he needed to steal all the balls as opposed to being a shortstop. I was like, man, you are getting back to the fast. <laughs> like, if you're if you're at shortstop and you you can make that run, that's you should run a track. Or that's a tall fly ball. Or yeah, or a yes, <laughs> monster pop up. Uh, all right, our next uh, theme is um, I thought about. Uh, how I, I had a movie. This is in honor of a movie coming out. Uh, you know, I'm sneaking in homework for myself into the podcast. Uh, we're getting a new Indiana Jones at the end of June, and so I'd like to do a little catch up. We've seen two of them. Um, so the theme, there's a lot of parameters, but when you hear the parameters, it's it's going to open up a bunch of stuff for you. Um, the theme is franchises that took longer than Avatar to make a sequel. So the cutoff is 13 years. You have to go a sequel that's between one movie and the next movie. It's got to be 13 years. Okay. And there's a ton. They're, 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 okay. You're, you're going to have no shortage of movies. But, or we're kind of giving away, we're going to do Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which was 19 years after okay. um, Last Crusade. Okay. So those are streaming on Disney+. I'm sure Mike, Mike, Mike owns that. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, I believe the story is you gave a, you donated Crystal Crystal Skull. Crystal Skull's gone, so you got you got stream it. I kept my original three box. Yeah, yeah. And if the new one's a banger, now you're gonna have this, and you you're like, I gotta own this on on beautiful 4K. Now you're gonna have a you're gonna have a gap in your collection. Mark, the new the new one's gonna be good. It's gonna you, be you good. Feel, I, have, I haven't seen a trailer. I haven't seen anything. I just know it comes out on June thirtieth. It's gonna be good. And it's directed by. Oh yeah, it's the guy who did nineteen seventeen. What's that guy's name? Right. I'm not sure who's directing it. I just have seen the previews. 
this movie is going to be good. Okay. I'm, I'm glad you feel confident. I am so confident. I'm excited, I'm excited to see it, even though I never saw Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Uh, because I heard it was bad. I think I saw the trailer and I thought that looks bad, and then I never got around to seeing it. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be next uh, Sam, Men- Sam Mendes. Mendes, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I believe he's doing the new Indiana Jones. Um, but we'll find out. We'll see it. Yeah. Um, could be Richard Linklater. There's a baseball scene here. 13 uh, years between sequels. Yes, okay. at least. It doesn't be exact. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, at least 13 years. I thought of this because uh, one of the Indiana Jones, I was like, man, who else? And then I was like, oh, Avatar just came out. We could do Avatar. I was like, yeah. No, I don't, don't want to watch. Yeah. I don't want to watch Avatar. I can think of a couple off the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, 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 I pulled up a list. Like, there, there's been a lot of articles where it's like, oh, 10 movies. And I was like, yeah, there, there's quite a few. We've done a bunch of them, too. Uh, already, so I, I don't think you'll have any trouble with this one. So uh, yeah, you can watch the Kingdom Skull on Disney Plus. Uh, Till then, but don't be that guy. Got to see one remakes. Enjoy your summer. Do they look like champions? Not for me to say, but no, they don't.